Hey, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So I'm about to be talking about 13 Reasons Why, which has to do with suicide is in the plot line. So if you don't want to hear about that, you should probably stop listening because um, it can be kind of upsetting or an upsetting topic. But um, basically last week I talked about 13 Reasons Why, which is a new Netflix TV show. And if you don't know what it's about, you can look it up or you can listen to my last episode where I kind of summarized it. Um, and in my talking about it, I talked about how I'm really disgusted, A, with the premise of the show and how it was handled and B, with the memes that sprouted from the show. Um, there have been a lot of jokes about, like, here's your tape, which basically means, like, here's how you made me kill myself, about really mundane things, which is the joke. It's like, when your friend doesn't buy you chicken nuggets, here's your tape. Um, and on the one hand, it's not the meme maker's fault, I guess. I don't know if I believe that, actually. I think it's everyone's fault. I don't think the jokes are funny. It's about suicide. It's about, like, blaming suicide on, like, one person or a person's actions instead of, like, internal issues or boiling it down to just, like, cause and effect. Like, somebody does something and so I'm going to do this. Whereas, like, it's really so much more complex than that. Um, It kind of romanticizes it. It makes it about, like, revenge fantasies. And just because, like, it's one meme, what can it do? Well, it's kind of creating, like... A humorous or like a light culture about it when like suicide should be taken really really seriously and something that really disturbed me was um basically hulu posted a thing on twitter that was like here are shows we have that you can't watch on netflix and netflix posted something back saying hulu here's your tape why i'm like so astounded by that response i'm like, shocked and disgusted that they would do that. Um, to say, here's your tape, it's, like, one thing if other people are making the joke, but it's another thing if the people who provide the content and, like, provide the warnings and, like, are supposed to take it seriously, the, like, the people who are responsible for the show, if they don't even take it seriously, if they are down to make light of it, then what is going on? Like, that, there's something seriously wrong with that. I have so many issues with this show, for sure, but at least the show takes itself seriously. I, like, I just can't believe that it could be taken with so much, like, levity um, by everyone around. I mean, some people have said that it doesn't romanticize suicide, which I disagree with. I've said this last time, but just because something is graphic doesn't mean it's dealt with well. Just because you make something blunt doesn't mean like, oh, we're handling it better now. There's a way in which they present killing yourself, like a teenage girl killing herself, which is just like, it's a revenge fantasy and like, this is what'll happen and everyone will feel bad when I die and this is how you'll affect everyone's life. Like, that'll show them kind of way, which even if that's not the intent, that's the result. And I just find it really disturbing that it's come across in such a, like, it's just entertainment, which could be an argument against my feelings, but I actually think that that's an argument for the way I feel against the show, because making this just entertainment reduces it, and for Netflix to fire back, like, for a corporation, for a company to fire back with something so, like, in such poor taste, that just disturbs me.
And that kind of ties into the culture of like, look at how funny this company is. Like this company, the often companies more and more lately will like hop online and do funny things. And I've talked about this before. Like they'll tweet funny things or post funny things to Facebook or join in on like meme culture. And a lot of websites will like kind of get suckered into that. They'll be like, did you see that hilarious response that McDonald's posted when Wendy's posted this other thing? And you have to remember, like, it's not, it's not the company. The company is not funny. Like that's just one person behind a keyboard who's typing that out. Like we can't keep looking at companies as if they're just like one hilarious person and now we have a good view of them. Like, we have to always be critical. And I think Netflix has really made that clear. Like, on the one hand, I can't say, just the way I can't say, well, I love Denny's as a company now, Denny's Diner, because they make funny posts on whatever website. I also can't necessarily say, well, I hate Netflix now because they've posted a stupid, terrible thing that really, really bothers me. But... Then again, like the number of levels that something should have to go through in order to be allowed to post, like someone should have stopped that from going out there. And if they don't realize that it's messed up, then there's something really wrong. In other more cheerful news, I have yet another school tradition to share, which is that every year, much to most teachers' chagrin, the seniors have this thing called the fork game at the end of the year right before we leave which is this game where we all get a plastic fork of a certain color, depending on what team you're on. And if someone on another team isn't holding their fork, you jab them and then they're out. And whoever's left standing last wins. Um, You can't have a fork in a classroom, in a bathroom, or outside of school. It won't count. But other than that, it's fair game and you have to be holding it. You can't like put it in your mouth. You can't put it down next to you if you're like typing something. You've got to hold it in your hands at all times. It's really, really fun. It's just another kind of goofy thing that we do. And right now we only have like a week and a half left of school, even though we graduate on June 8th, because we have this thing called Senior Initiative. I don't know if I've explained it before, but basically you get about a month to do whatever project you want. So some people do instruments. Some people are like, I'm going to learn to cook. Some people do art. Some people do, I don't know. You can really do anything as long as it seems like it's actually productive and not ridiculous. What I'm going to be doing, I've decided, is art therapy because A, I need to chill and like sort myself out and get it together. And B, because I haven't been doing art at all this year, I just like it wasn't in my schedule, which is really, really sad. So I'm going to be kind of smushing the two together and trying out like ceramics and painting and drawing and whatever. And hopefully, it will both like satisfy my artistic needs and make me more able to just like, you know, take a walk through the park without analyzing every tree. And now something I'm obsessed with. A few weeks ago, I said that I was obsessed with doing logic puzzles online because it felt like vaguely productive and vaguely helpful to my brain, but also wasn't stressful or hard well now i'm doing crossword puzzles like new york times crossword puzzles because a i'm kind of a fidgeter so i need to be doing like two things at once b it's a nice way to feel like you're being productive and c i'm learning things so i know it's kind of a bizarre thing to say because like who doesn't know about crossword puzzles everyone knows about crossword puzzles but sometimes things just don't occur to you to do so 
if you want to procrastinate or feel like you're occupying some time somehow, I would definitely recommend doing crossword puzzles because you feel like maybe my brain just got a little bit better. And lastly, a little point of pride is that I haven't set foot in Sephora in a really long time, which sounds lame, but if you know me, I used to go in there all the time, even to just like look at the shiny stuff because, I don't know, it's mesmerizing and kind of soothing, and you're like, wow, this is so unimportant. I just feel great looking at it all. But ever since that hourglass incident with them trying to market and pander to people who were like, I don't know, feminists, I don't even know what they were trying to do. It really bothered me and I've kind of stopped buying makeup for the most part, even though it's something that's like super fun to buy for some reason, kind of like buying candy. You buy it and then you're like, oh my God, I bought it all. And then you're kind of like, what am I going to do now? Like there's only so much you can have. So I haven't bought it in a really long time, even though there's a sale right now. I'm staying out of it. If you want to hear my little frustration, the episode is called hashtag girl, I think. Um, it's just it's just very, it really frustrated me to see through companies and their branding just to that degree. I was like, you're being so transparent right now. Like, I know that you're just doing everything for money, but this is just, this is ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. And I kind of just decided I had enough and it's time to stop, at least for a while. So that is my point of pride, not walking in to the Sephora on 86th 86th and Lexington right near me. I've just, nope, no thank you. I'm out. So that's that for this week. Thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then.